This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Kelly right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Friday as we look forward less than a week away till the NFL draft next Thursday, round one. And uh, uh, the Jets are among a couple teams, actually more than a couple teams, but a handful of teams that have multiple first-round picks. But the Jets have two within the top ten along with the Giants. They kind of control the start of this draft. Let's talk some NFL draft, what the Jets might do as try to figure out these draft props here. Brandon Tierney of WFAN, he hosts the Midday Show along with uh, Tiki Barber from 10A to 2P every day on WFA. And he's joining us on the Roman Guest Line. BT, welcome to the show. And uh, what, what's your feeling right now? Jets, 4-10. and 10. It feels like your team kind of controls the start of this draft. Yeah, nice to join you guys. Um, and this is, this is really going to be interesting here for the Jets' point of view. You know, what's, what's crazy, too, is that I don't, I don't know. By the way, I apologize for my voice. I've actually been a little bit under the weather. But I think that there's going to be something that, that happens, whether it's Samuel, uh, maybe a lesser extent, A.J. Brown. So I think when you look at the Jets' position on draft night, I think it's largely hinging on what they're able to pull off before draft night. So let's say they acquire Debo, and let's say they give up number 10 to do it. Then I think you can do a couple of things. You could take four, and you could obviously go defensive end. You could go Sauce Gardner, which is something that I would certainly do uh, depending upon Beckton's situation, he's not at voluntary workouts. He was hurt a lot last year. He's overweight. If you're not sold on that, if one of these studs, um, you know, Neil or or, um, or Icky drops, you can certainly go that route. So I'm not trying to be evasive here, but I think the Jets right now probably have three or four different situations set up, and I think it really depends on whether or not they can coerce the Niners or another team, Seattle, maybe Metcalf to make a big trade. Let's talk about style with the Jets, with the four and the 10. Let's say they hold on to those picks and they don't make some sort of a big trade before Thursday night. Are, are they going to go for the, the quote, safer play, or are they going to take a big swing here? What is What do you think their style is going to be? Or could they go one and one? Yeah, I mean, they might be able to do a little bit of both, Joe. It, it depends. I, I think, you know, the fact that Joe Douglas has already dug in the batter's box and, and took a big swing at Tyree Kill. I think that gives you a pretty good sense of what his mindset is. 
you know, I think the Jets are in a position they haven't been in in a while, and that is, well, number one, a, a little positive. Uh, and also, you know, not desperate where there's gaping holes everywhere. They, they can be a little more selective. You know, they brought in a couple of the tight ends. Michael Carter from last year is a good-looking young running back. Elijah Moore, I think, is going to be terrific. I know all this hinges on, on Zach Wilson, clearly. You know, but you draft Veritaka. He, he played very well. Uh, you know, you, you've got – you bring back Barrios. You've got Corey Davis. You've got some young players, Bryce Hall, former Virginia corner. So you look around the field, you're like, okay, where is, where is the hole that could prevent the Jets from being, um, you know, relevant? And um, this all hinges on Zach's development, clearly. But, you know, the Jets at least set themselves up. And that's why Debo Samuel – I mean, with his familiarity with, with LaFleur and, and obviously the Niners there with, with the Jets contingent, you know, if, if they're able to, to coerce the Niners into a trade, you know, you start, you, you start running some situations. You got jet sweeps. You've got Elijah Moore running loose in the secondary. You got a couple of the tight ends that could play. You got Michael Carter who can play. You've got Corey Davis who, you know, is, is solid. I, I think basically, and you've got a very good offensive line. So this enables the Jets to, even without Debo, to play a couple of different ways. Now, now let's let's look at it like this. Let's say they they're not able to get Debo, and Metcalf stays in Seattle. AJ, which I think he probably will, and AJ Brown stays in Tennessee. And the Jets don't make a trade. Although I do think one of those moves will be out of the top ten. But let's say they hold on to four and ten. I think at that point, depending upon what happens before them, if there's a run on offensive linemen, the Jets are golden with either Hutchinson or Thibodeau or defensive end. Uh, if defensive players go first, which is what I think will happen more so than offensive linemen, then you've got a decision. All right. The one area that we really, really need to fix is quarterback. Do we go for sauce Gardner at four, which is something I might do. Can you find the trading partner to jump into four and maybe take Gardner at a spot where you feel a little bit more comfortable sixes or seven, maybe now here's the other thing. If the jets are able to trade for a receiver now, you can you can draft uh, Jameson Williams and sit him for a little bit and not feel as if you're not en- entering the season ready to really compete for a wild card because now you know if you've got Debo and the other players that I mentioned or or AJ whomever then you've got you know you're 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 theoretically an offense that is going to flirt with 30 points you know I don't mean average 30 but you're going to score you and you're going to score with frequency and relative ease against average to subpar teams so then. You can say, you can justify, we're going to take what we perceive to be or who we perceive to be the best receiver in the draft and let him take his time. Whether it's two months or three months, we're locked and loaded, you know, for the next five, six, seven years with this kid out of Alabama while we're still competing now with Debo and the other guys I mentioned. So uh, it's, it's a really desirable position. I think they're holding some really good cards. Uh, they're playing, you know, they're, they're not. They're not here to just uh, you know nickel and dime that that chip pool. They're trying to win the whole thing with, with Joe Douglas and his poker face. And he's already shown guys this ability to not only well, a willingness to trade, but an ability to win the trades. He got great value for Darnold somehow. He got incredible value for a safety who can't cover in the modern NFL with Jamal Adams in Seattle. So he's looking to deal, and usually when he does, he wins the trade. Yeah, well, he comes from that Ravens uh, front office, so he seems to win those kind of trades. And then the Eagles, kind of similar thing. He's, he's learned from good people, and I like Joe Douglas. Brandon, from your perspective, what would be the ideal top three for the Jets? Like, if you're sitting there draft night, you're watching the NFL draft, how do you want this to go 
leading up to the Jets at four? Okay, so again, there's so many contingencies. I just want to narrow the focus. Are we working under the assumption that they do not acquire a wide receiver? Yes? Yeah, yeah let's go with that assumption, that they don't get Debo. I got you. No wide receiver. I would go – well, there is another variable. They really need to know what where Becton is, and it really bothers me that he's not. I know it's voluntary, but here's a young man who's trying to reestablish himself, and he's the only one not there. The entire offensive line is room is there, and he's not. So if you're not convinced that he is a guy that you want to build a foundation around, and I think they're kind of 50-50, you could go offensive line at four. You really can, uh, especially if there's a run on defensive players to start the draft, which I think will probably happen. You might have access to the best lineman in football. So <clears throat> you could do that. You could go Gardner at four. You could go Thibodeau at four, and then a receiver at 10 I would say my wish list, if and I, we're doing a draft show at the sports book at, at MetLife on a, th- a week from, from yesterday. If the Jets walk out of this draft on, Friday, on Thursday with either Gardner. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm not, I'm not as committed to, to, to Drake London my, to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gardner and Thibodeau and or an offensive lineman. I mean, I think you've got, to, you've got to look at this as a monster win. Or Williams from Bama, if you can justify letting him ease into the situation. Those are the names. But listen, guys, we've talked about this for, I don't know how many years you guys have been in the business, but every year we think we know what's going to happen and then one team does something wacky, and it switches everything up. And player evaluation, it's the height of subjectivity. So what I think the Jets should do, or who I think they might like, might not necessarily mesh with their war room philosophy. I think it does, but you never know until draft night. No doubt. I mean, in this draft, it feels as unpredictable as any other one in recent memory. Most people have Hutchinson going number one. Then after that, it seems to be a big question mark. Uh, I'm, I'm in Chicago, BT, so I've got to ask you about just the thought process of the Giant fan right now. You're holding on to the five and the seven different regime, but it is a poor quarterback class, so not a lot of chatter about that uh, up at the five or seven mark, unless you're uh, Carolina. They might do something there. But h- how does the Giant fan feel about having that seven but you've got a couple of high picks. Maybe, maybe the majority of the fan base would like to move on from Daniel Jones. You have that offensive-minded head coach that people are excited about, but no good quarterbacks. Would they have preferred the old regime taking Justin Fields a year ago? You know, it's funny. The Giant fan, who unlike the Jet fan, is you know expects to win. I mean, it's just a different you know a bunch of Lombardis. It's different. 
Uh, but boy, last year was gross the way that season finished up. And I think there was even a sense of apathy that kind of infiltrated one of the better, one of the best fan bases in football. Giant fans are like, I can't watch this. I mean, my buddies who were just, they weren't even watching the games on Sundays. That's that's unfathomable up until this last year or so. Uh, but I think the Giant fan now is galvanized by the belief, and I would agree with this, that they brought in two really smart guys, two guys who get the modern NFL, and Joe Shane from Buffalo, and obviously Dayball from Buffalo. So I think the Giant fans look at it this year as, you know, let's reset the finances, and they've already done a bunch of roster tinkerings, right? Let's get rid of the dead money. Let's really find out, you know, one more run with Saquon. Is he that guy? Is he is he going to is he too fragile? Uh, I think they've made up their mind on Daniel Jones, and and the overriding uh, vote would be that he's not the guy. And, and I would probably agree. I think what could happen, <clears throat> excuse me, is that the Giants could take one of those picks. I would think, first of all, I would think they're definitely going offensive line. Let me just get that out of the way. I also think one of those picks they could trade out of for next year, all right? So what you do is you let Daniel Jones play this year. You know, listen, they're not so bereft of talent uh, with better coaching. I mean, could they win, I don't know, six, seven games, mess around in an average division? Anything's plausible, right? So if that happens, if you had that extra draft pick next year that you acquire this year, in addition to next year's draft pick, you can package those two and move up inside the top five to get the quarterback that they're probably going to need to get. So this is about answers. This is about, and I know it's, a, it's, an, it's an overused word, like culture, but the Giants' culture has just gone sideways, going back to Beckham with the stupid net, you know, and, you know, it just see the, the, the goofiness. <laughs> and it just, it's, it's been all over the map. No leadership, no control. You know, Mara has finally gotten out of the way. He's going to let his football people do what he finally went outside the organization, which is something the Giants never do. So I think the Giant fans thinks, all right, it could be a bit of a rocky season, but at least we have the conviction that we've got the men in place to get us out of this hellhole. I think that's where the Giant fan is now. And they know, like every good team, but especially every good Giant team, you know, Eli won the MVP twice in the Super Bowl. That offensive line was the MVP, in addition to the defensive line. The Giants have always been built from the inside out, <clears throat> even going back to the two titles with, with Bill Parcells. So I, I'm almost positive they're going O-line. If they do keep that second pick and Gardner's there, can I see him taking a shutdown corner? I can. They're obviously not going receiver. You know, you paid uh, Galladay, you drafted Tony last year. Um, but they're, they're looking online. They're looking defense, but the giant fan, I think is finally in a decent place. They've got some belief that, uh, the clouds are beginning to, to dissipate. Great stuff. BT. We appreciate hopping on. Have a great show today. Brandon Tierney on the minute guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care free deal from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to getromancom slash Becky. now to get $15 off your first month. That's get Roman. Dot com slash Becky. we'll dive into the NBA playoff games tonight. Next right here on the Becky Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.